Have you ever found yourself in a space where you didn't know exactly what you were doing, but you knew what you were doing? And you do something so drastic that you are like, who the hell do I think I am? But deep down inside, you know that you're that girl or that dude. That's where I'm at right now. tuned in to Brianna and Company, a healthy, wholesome, unapologetically transparent conversation among friends. Here, we cry, we laugh, and we share our truth. But most importantly, we heal. So stay tapped in. Friends, because you're my best friend. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, boo things. It has been far too long since we have had an opportunity to engage with one another in this beautiful, sacred space here at Brianna and Company. But good news, we're back. We are back for a second season of Brianna and Company with yours truly, Brianna Michelle. I am here to serve as your supportive sis, your listening ear, your good girlfriend, all of those things. Okay. So um, I did take a sabbatical from Brianna and Company and recording episodes or content for the podcast. One, because I had other projects that I needed to focus on at the time. And two, because I really wanted to clarify the direction that I saw this podcast going in and wanting to clarify how I could be of service to you all because that was the original intent of this was to create a platform where we as a community can engage in conversations of all sorts about all topics that impact all of us, right? So I really wanted to just hone in on what that was going to look like. In the process of doing that, of course, um, I was going through a lot in my own personal life and decided, you know what, the best approach here is to just create a space for real transparency. And I talked about this a little bit on last season when I talked about the risk of transparency. What happens when we choose to show up and we choose to be authentic and we choose to be vulnerable, sometimes that can have some not so positive drawbacks, okay? Um, We may decide to express our truth and it feels good in the moment, but then sometimes the response that you do or don't receive may cause you to be like, should I have done that? Was that the right thing to do? Should I have said that? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. And um, I really just wanted to come here for season two and uh, let y'all know, fuck that shit, okay? You show up, you be you, you do you, you say what you gotta say when you gotta say it, and I support you 120%. Yep. With that being said, I'm just going to kick season two off like this. So I am in this odd in between turning the corner type of place in my life currently. And part of me is super excited. I'm super 
um, enthusiastic and just looking forward to these phenomenal changes that I know are about to take place in my life while also kicking and screaming because I am quite a bit a lot scared. Okay, so it's like part of me is jumping for joy and I feel like a little kid again and I'm just like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And then the other part of me is screaming at the top of my lungs and flailing my arms in the air because WTF am I doing? Oh, bitch. Compare it to skydiving, which I have actually never done before. But if I had, I imagine that this is how I would feel. So I'm in the plane and I am filled with exhilaration and energy and just the thrill of I'm about to dive out of this plane and then it's time to jump and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the expanse of this sky and I'm like wow I'm really I'm really about to jump out here like this is really about to happen and then without warning even though I know it's about to happen it just feels like somebody should have told me that we jump we dive and now I am suspended in air and I'm like Put me back on the plane, but realistically, we can't go back on the plane, right? So there's nothing to do but to just go down and to hope and pray for a safe landing. And I imagine that I am not the only person that is experiencing this in my life at this present moment. Whether it is that you have decided to make a career change whether it is you have decided to relocate, maybe you uprooted from your hometown and you moved to a city or a state or a country where you don't know anyone or you don't know anything about this place, or maybe you decided to get out there and start your own thing, whether that's a business, a course, a class, a program, whatever it is. Maybe you decided to express love to somebody and tell them that you love them, you're in love with them, you want to be with them for the rest of your life. Or you've been in this toxic relationship for so long and you knew that it was time to let it go and you finally mustered up the courage or the strength to walk away from what was no longer serving you. We all find ourselves at this point at some time in our life. We all experience being in this place of transition and you're about to turn that corner. You're about to turn the page. You're about to start a new chapter, maybe even write a whole new book. And you don't know how. Sometimes you don't even know why. Like you might even be like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I just feel compelled to do it. But you do know you do have this deep sense of inner knowing that it's just going to work out. It's just going to be okay. And all of the pieces are going to fall into place. So very much like the skydiving example that I just gave, once you're out that plane, you're out the plane. Like there is no going back. There is no telling the instructor or whatever. I don't know what they're called because again, I've never been skydiving, but whoever the person is, you can't tell them like, yo, put me back on the plane. Take me back, homie. I don't want to do this no more. You don't have that option. You are out there. (laughs) Okay. You are out there. And so the only thing that you can do 
at that point is just say, okay, well, ain't nowhere else to go but down, okay? So we are going to hope and pray for a safe landing. No one's breaking a bone today. No one is going to get hurt in any form or fashion, and everyone's going to go home safely. Um, And you may say it with bated breath, but it just is what it is. Like, we we gotta, it, we all gotta go home. That's just how I'm feeling. Like, we all gotta make it up out of here. So wherever it is that you're finding yourself in your life, just knowing that you're not going to stay there. There's no need to get stuck there. Um, We gotta keep going, y'all. Now, where are we going? I don't know, but we gotta keep going. One thing that I want to touch on, um, and it'll probably be something that we discuss throughout the course of season two, if I feel led or inspired to do so. But one thing that I definitely want to touch on, whether you find yourself in that kind of space now in your life, or maybe you've been in that space, or maybe you'll be in that space later at some point, we all go through it. But I want to talk about inner knowing, um, which is basically your intuition. I know a lot of people, including myself, who struggle sometimes to know what voice they're hearing and uh, who to listen to. And when I say that, I say more so within yourself than outside of yourself. So we interact with people in some capacity or some way every single day, right? So we're always receiving information and then our brains being as wondrous as they are, determine how to retain that information and process that information. So we are getting information from all different types of sources and angles every single day. And that information, because it is outside of us, can be a little bit easier to decipher, break down, process, et cetera, et cetera. It tends to be a little bit more difficult when it's coming from the inside because we retrieved all that information and then our brains stored that information for, you know, later recall or just to process it on a deeper level, more complex level, whatever. But because we retrieved and retained all that information, now it's stored in our psyche and we can sometimes have a difficult time deciphering, is that me or is that someone else? Is that someone else's energy? Is that someone else's voice? Is that someone else's opinion? Is that someone else's perspective or perception? Or is this actually me? And I want to talk about how you can differentiate between the two to help you feel more confident in your decision-making process. Whether, again, that is a career change, you are starting a new life, you are moving to a new place, you are entering a new relationship, you are exiting a relationship, um, and maybe going on to a new relationship with yourself. But whatever it is, if you are at that place where you know you need to make a decision, you feel called and compelled to make one, but you don't know what decision to make, it um, is imperative 
that you learn to trust that inner voice, that inner knowing, and know how to determine what's what. So let's talk about that. When it comes to your inner knowing, that inner wisdom, that inner voice, your intuition, your spirit, your soul, the God in you, whatever you want to refer to it as, it's just important that you listen to it. In order to know who's who and and what information you're actually receiving or um, giving attention to, you got to know yourself. That's step number one. You have to know yourself. You have to know your energy so that you can know, okay, is this me or is this not me? If you are a person who tends to be very critical of yourself, um, perhaps even a little bit too judgmental of yourself, you're not gracious enough, you're very hard on yourself, then your inner voice might sound like that. Your inner voice might sound very critical and very judgmental and very just always on your back because you tend to treat yourself in that way. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Let me say that first. What it does is it it allows you to be aware. It allows you to be aware of the fact that this is how you're talking to yourself. Now, what you need to be able to answer is, is that productive or is it counterproductive? Is it helping me to accomplish the things in life that I am intended to accomplish or is it doing the opposite? Because if it's producing the opposite result, well, then we need to change our voice. We need to change how we talk to ourselves. So there's nothing for you to be ashamed about. If that is so, what you do is you bring awareness to the fact that, hey, This hasn't been serving me. I need to change this. I need to change how I speak to myself, about myself, about my life, about who I am and who I want to be. I have to change that voice. But that can only come through self-awareness and knowing oneself. If you know that you are someone who tends to guilt yourself or shame yourself for your mistakes and every little thing you do, you you find yourself getting down and then you just never can quite pick up the momentum, uh, the momentum again, then that is something that you bring awareness to. You don't judge it. You bring awareness to it so that you can shift it if it has not been helping you thus far. Because the thing about knowing yourself is not that you're judging anything that you've done. You are who you are and you are who you are for a reason. That is true for all of us. We are all who we are because of something. If it was upbringing, childhood, environments, schools, systems, society, culture, social media, there are so many things that have shaped how we behave, how we think, how we speak to ourselves and to other people. That part, we're not judging because we all are who we are. That's that's it, period. Yet and still, we all have an opportunity to say, I don't really like that. That doesn't feel true to my core. So I'm going to reprogram this or I'm going to recondition myself. I'm going to change. I'm, I'm going to decide that I don't like that. Let me rewire it. 
And don't beat yourself up if you feel like in the process there are some things that are harder to reprogram because who knows when you got programmed that way in the first place. Could have been when you were two and now you're 40. That's 38 years of programming that you're trying to change. So please be gracious with yourself in the process. But it's still important to be able to recognize it. Some people go through life and don't even know. They can't even recognize that they've been living their lives in a certain way that was more of a hindrance than it was a helper. But they get comfortable. They get complacent. That's just what they know. And that's how they live their lives. But if you feel called to say, hey, something's not working here. Let me pay attention. Let me lean in. Let me let me be a little bit more involved in my own growth and development process so that I can figure out what's not working and I can do my best to fix it. So step number one of being able to know your inner voice is being able to know yourself. The next step, once you know yourself, you've mastered who you are, you've mastered your energy, you can readily and easily identify it. Then the next step is to learn the difference between when your intuition is speaking to you and when your ego is speaking to you. Now, I'll spend another episode diving a little bit deeper into ego. Might even bring another friend on to talk about that. But the thing, the, the easiest differentiation between the two, I find it from my personal experience that when my ego is speaking, it is coming from a place of selfishness, not in a negative sense per se, but it's coming from a space of self-preservation because the ego is designed to help us survive. That's its role. That's its job. It's to make sure that we stay safe and we get through this life in one piece. So the ego isn't a bad thing. It's necessary. We just have to reprogram it as well as redefine how we look at it. Okay. So the ego tends to be a little bit more harsh, for lack of better terms, because, again, it's trying to keep you alive. So it's, it's like putting all these flashing red lights in front of you, like warning, 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 don't do that, don't go here, don't say that, don't do X, Y, Z, one, two, three, because it's trying to preserve your life. And, and sometimes our ego is trying to preserve things that really don't need to be preserved, like your ego may try to preserve your dignity or your integrity because it doesn't want you to embarrass yourself. It doesn't want you to look crazy or stupid or foolish. And all of those things are an illusion. Again, another conversation for another day. But your intuition is that part of you that I describe as being like your best friend. So the traits and the qualities that we typically look for in a friend, someone who is supportive, someone who is honest, someone who is vulnerable with us and creates a safe space for us to be vulnerable in return, someone who is a listening ear, someone who is understanding and accepting, those are all the qualities that I feel like my intuition gives to me. Because my intuition is going to tell me the truth. That's number one. 
it's going to be honest with me, but it's going to do so in a way that's like, I love you so much that I just can't see you do something that is going to later hurt you. Or, you know, like you might save this now because the ego is all about kind of, you know, right now. You might save this now, but it's only going to hurt you later. I feel like that's what the intuition does. And so your intuition tends to come forward as a very quiet voice. It's not loud like that, you know, resounding, booming, warning, warning, warning type of thing. It's more of a, hey, you might not want to do that. Hey, you might want to think about that again. It's it's just this like, you know, quiet little angel that sits on your shoulder and it's like, hey, um, I would go left today and not right. Um, just trust me on that one. You know, like your intuition will do that. And I'll give a very simple example that happened to me maybe this year, last year, I can't remember. But I was leaving home to go somewhere. I had an appointment to go to. And I got to the entrance of my um, neighborhood, my subdivision, and something told me not to go the normal route that I would go to get to the interstate. Something said, no, go this way. But I was like, no, because that's going to take me all out the way. That's the long way. Like, I'm not going to go down there. I could just go down here. So I went against that voice that said, don't go that way today. Go this way. And I went my regular route. Well, I get on the interstate. I'm behind this huge 18-wheeler truck. I can't see around it. But I do see them, like, veer into the uh, next lane over to the left. But by the time they get over and I see what they were trying to avoid, it's too late. So I run over it. it. It screws up the whole front of my car, all of this stuff, right? So now I'm thinking to myself, is this why I wasn't supposed to take this route? Because I could have avoided my car getting effed up. You know, it's that type of experience where it comes to you sometimes very quickly. It's not, you know, like I said, it's nothing loud or like boom in your face. It's just, I need to do this or I need to go here. Um, You might get like a random nudge to just take a vacation, staycation. Like I need to take a road trip this weekend. I need to go to the beach. I need to call my mom. Um, I need to go to my brother's house. Like you just get these weird inclinations to do things that in the moment make no sense to you. It's like, why would I do that? But you do it and you thank yourself later. So that's your intuition. That's like, it might inconvenience you now, or it may save you now in terms of, oh, it saves you embarrassment. It saves you humiliation, whatever, but it's going to hurt you later. Because then you have to live with the regret of the decision that you didn't make. Or you have to live with the fact that you're in this job that you could have avoided being in if you had to listen to your voice that said, go get that job or do that thing or whatever it is for you. That's usually what your intuition comes in to do. So I always compare it to like, is this something my best friend would say? That's the easiest question for me to ask myself to differentiate. Is this my ego talking or is this my intuition? Would my best friend say this to me? 
And if you don't have the kind of friends that you can trust their judgment, then you need to change your friend circle. Because <laughs> that should be an easy question to answer. If you don't have the kind of people around you that you trust their judgment and you know that they want the best for you and that you can feel safe with them and what they're telling you, you know it comes from a genuine place because these people want you to experience a life that is filled with love, joy, and peace and prosperity. And they are not because they're not operating in their ego. They're not going to hold you back from anything that is going to cause your soul to prosper. All right. So it may be something so uncanny, but if a good friend, a good family member, a good partner, whoever it is, can pick up on the fact, but you know what? They need this. Like you need to, I may not want you. And I don't know, I'm veering off topic, but this might be for somebody. (laughs) You see in somebody that it's like, you know what? I don't, I can't say I understand. I can't say I get it. I can't say I would do it. But I can tell that you love it. I can tell that it's making you happy. I can tell that it's going to be good for your soul's growth. Like even if I can tell that you're about to run into a complete brick wall, you know what? You might need to learn that lesson. Because if you learn that lesson and you're going to become an even doper person as a result of it, then you know what? Godspeed. Okay? Like, if you don't have those kind of people around you, that when you ask yourself a question, like, would my best friend say this to you? And then you start thinking about it and you're like, my best friend will say all types of total crap. Like, I wouldn't listen to anything that they say. That's a problem. So we might not only need to change our inner programming, but we might need to consider what around us or who around us is influencing the decisions that we're making. Because if you don't have a good support system, if you don't have a solid community that you can go to them and be authentically you and admit your truth and and what's troubling you or what's exciting you, whatever the case may be, and that person can recognize when you are in love and when you're operating from the space of ego and they can tell you the truth about yourself, then you need to change you need to, you need to change some things around you because that will also help you to sharpen your intuition. You'll you'll know a little bit better when you talk to yourself a certain way, when you receive certain things from people, and when you know how to not receive certain things from people, that also will sharpen your intuition. Because you know, we all know, whether we reject it or not, we all know. There's that inner knowing. Like I said, you know when something's going to work out for you and when this is going to blow the total shit. You know that. Now, when you know it and what you decide to do with it, that's that's an individual thing. But we all, to a degree, know. Some of us are disconnected, however, from that inner knowing. We haven't formed a solid relationship with it. Or some of us, it's there. We can hear it, even if it's faint, but because we haven't been taught how to tap into it, how to lean into it. We don't quite know, you know, like we know, but we don't know. So 
Those are the things that I wanted to have a conversation about, bring to the table, bring to the forefront for y'all to talk to me about too. When it comes to that intuition, because that's what's going to guide us through this funky space that we're in right now. That jumping out of the plane, not knowing where I'm going, I just know I got to go down. Um, We're all, or if you find yourself in that space, the inner knowing and trusting your intuition so necessary right now we, we gotta lean into it so hopefully that was for somebody because I did not expect to talk that long but there was something for somebody and everybody in what I just shared so I hope that you stay tapped in one hour later have arrived at the end of another episode here in this sacred space that we call Brianna and Company, a conversation among friends with yours truly, Brianna Michelle. I appreciate you all for being here on this journey with me and pray that you will continue to walk with me as we learn and love and live life together. So, as always, sending you peace and love. Until next time, bye-bye.